you're listening to Podiatry Marketing, conversations on building a successful podiatry practice with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald. And welcome back to Podiatry Marketing. I'm Tyson Franklin, the co-host, and with me is Big Jim, all the way over in Canada. How are you doing today, Jim? Tyson, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm excited to talk about uh, the social media platform that's uh, so popular with people over 45. Oh, that's this, right. It's it was a, a secret. It was a cliffhanger last week. And by the way, I didn't say it. it's Jim McDonald. I just called him Big Jim. So what's our topic of discussion today that everyone has been hanging out since last week to find out what it was? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they were on the edge of their seats. But uh, today we're going to be talking about TikTok, um, specifically TikTok marketing for podiatry clinics and just a general overview as far as what is the platform. Um, if you have kids that are teenagers um, or in their early 20s, they're probably very familiar with the platform. Uh, why, why should you know about it as a podiatrist? Uh, what is some potential use cases for it? Uh, but just kind of give a general informational overview uh, about the platform. I was reading recently that uh, an article that said 40% of Gen Z uh, prefers searching on TikTok or Instagram, like over Google. I, you know, I'm a I'm a big fan of Google uh, search ads, for example, because I think they're very targeted as far as what what are they searching for on TikTok? I think I think it's a bit of a loose uh, definition for for search. I mean, I think they're like scrolling through looking for stuff and they happen to get specific types of messages thrown their way. So it's not that targeted keyword type of search, but it's a different type of search, I believe. Okay. What do we need to know about as podiatrists? Because I have seen some podiatrists on TikTok and doing embarrassing dances. Because <laughs> yeah, when, that is the platform. Yeah. When TikTok first started, that's all you ever saw on TikTok were young kids waving the hands together and doing movements in unison. And and then that sort of went on from there. Some of them were actually quite good. They were more professional dancers doing things. But then I did start seeing podiatrists getting on there and doing dance moves as well, which I wish I hadn't have. Because there's something, once you see it, you can't unsee it. No, no, totally. That's a, that's a perfect example. I think there's a lot of, uh, actually there tends to be some additional kind of educational content that's on there. Obviously it's short form. It's not long form. It's kind of, uh, they try to make it a little bit sensational. So it sticks a bit and gets that engagement on the platform. But I think it is important to note that like we're talking about generation Z, this is, these are people right now that are somewhere between the ages of 10 and 25. So they may not be your kind of ideal patient yet. Uh, but I think it is important to have a general sense of what this platform is. You know, it's this short short form video platform that the folks that don't know. I think it lasts usually between one minute and two minutes. You can do different types of edits. Uh, people will upload songs into it um, and different types of audio content, uh, but mostly a video uh, platform to really kind of share things. People like, comment. It kind of is one of those kind of viral platforms. Um, and definitely, I think as this kind of Gen Z matures, um, it is important to know what are the tools or what are the websites or the apps they're familiar with to make sure that, you know, I, I think one way of saying it is like, you know, things are always constantly changing um, with the way you market and advertise your practice. You know, things kind of happen slowly than, than all at once. So it's mm. important to at least have a general sense about what TikTok is and, you know, ways it could potentially benefit your practice. I think, it's, like I mentioned, it, this is more for your information. I think, you know, this is kind of lower on the rung as far as, um, this is not something I would say every clinic needs to jump in and do right away for multiple reasons. You need to have a solid brand and logo, you know, a solid website that's kind of your online kind of home based uh, for your uh, for your practice. You know, really building up on your local SEO, Google search ads, um, maybe occasional Facebook campaigns. But TikTok is probably 
after Facebook campaigns and things like that, but it's good to, to get a general sense of what it is. So even if you don't have a, a TikTok account right now, it was some advice that was given to me from someone ages ago, said every time a new platform pops up like TikTok, is go and get your real estate as soon as possible. So if you got your podiatry business name, go and get that at whatever your podiatry business name is as soon as you can, because you don't know this platform might be the next big thing. Because it, because it, because yeah. like you said, it's ten to twenty five year olds are on there at the moment. But once they get sick of it and they move on, and then grandma moves in, which is what my daughter says about Facebook, is it could be the same thing with TikTok. So I think get your real estate. Now get your real estate, get your username, just have it there. Whether you you post or not, uh, or not, um, is it's really important just to like have general sense of what's happening. I think what you mentioned was not too dissimilar from what happened the the early to mid '90s with websites. You know, websites used to be this text or like ugly thing that was just kind of a static page that just gave the general information, maybe your phone number, but was really not useful. Mm. But now a website can be used to chat with a clinic, to make an appointment. I think people will see the value of a website, but maybe like they didn't see that type of value back in the early to, to mid nineties. And it can be the same thing with some of these different social media platforms. Um, so it's important to have an idea about that. Like I mentioned, you know, like there's different ways of using TikTok. Um, I don't think it's going to going to be the biggest kind of lead generation for new patients, but you know if you are looking to treat uh, people from the ages of ten to twenty five um, or a younger demographic, they are on here. So there are opportunities to either um, you know make content on there or advertise on the platform, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But um, you know if you do want to have a a younger uh, audience, um, this this is one way to gain some visibility for the services you provide. But I think it's really important what you said that between ten to twenty five. But if it's like it's nurturing long term in Cairns here, there's a group called the Business Liaison Association. It deals with high school students. We sponsored them for like over ten years because I knew that these high school students eventually won't be at high school, and they will be young adults, and then these young adults will have jobs and they'll have money that they need to spend and they'll get foot problems. So therefore, I wanted them to think of us, and and it and it really did work that way. So I can. See how TikTok can, like I said, not be your number one marketing platform, but how having a presence could work for you long term. No, for sure. I think that's that's the thing too. Like a lot of people we talk to in our, our audience here in the Podiatry Marketing Podcast are practice owners, right? Like, and uh, to add one more thing or to have a staff member try to you know curate a TikTok may not be the best use of your resources um, from just a you know, getting new patients in the door perspective, but there are kind of different podiatry clinics out there, whether it's a, a group practice or maybe someone's working in a multi-specialty group uh, where, you know, whether you want, I don't really like the word influencer, but if you do get a following that's large <laughs> enough, yeah. there's ways of creating revenue for yourself or for your practice that is not just seeing that, you know, another five new patients that week. It could be brand deals. If you get enough followers, you know, maybe I've seen, you know, there's some people in the podiatry space um, that, you know, whether it be pumping out like or, or kind of shilling a little bit for like different types of scrubs or shoes or different types of podiatry products for physicians, um, doing some brand deals and making some money that way. I've seen some folks link back to like an Amazon affiliate page where maybe they talk about, you know, bunions or hammer toes and there's some, you know, non-surgical options that um, they get a small uh, cut of revenue from things that are sold uh, on Amazon. Obviously, obviously, if you're doing it in an honest and transparent manner uh, and, you know, really helping people, that's what it's all about. It's not about 
you know, extracting money from those folks. But if there are ways to um, make this a, a way to generate a bit of additional revenue, um, but it does require consistency and knowledge of the platform to do that. Um, and it's probably not everybody's cup of tea. Some people just want to focus on treating patients and not um, build this kind of, I would say, like a side business, whether it be medical equipment or brand deals. But those are our ways. And it could be, you know, if you're coming out of residency and, you know, you have 200,000 TikTok followers, um, that could be a benefit uh, to the practice that you're joining. Um, uh, but that's just something to consider. I don't think it's necessarily the right path for everybody, but maybe a small percentage of our listeners would see some value in those other uh, forms of revenue. I agree with you that every platform takes time and you may, you don't have time to be everywhere. But if you're going to choose TikTok, then I think you've just got to, um, same as when we spoke previously about just being consistent. It's just, if you're going to do it, be on a consistent basis and then try and think, what do you get, what message are you going to put out there on your TikTok channel about podiatry that's going to set you apart from everybody else? Because if you just get on there and go, hi, I'm a podiatrist and I want to talk about feet, it could be a little dull. I think trying to find an angle that separates you uh, is an idea. I, I mentioned to you about a builder that was a 45-year-old builder who, for some reason, set up a TikTok here. Maybe his daughter set it up for him. I'm not sure. And he just started shooting these short little videos about what he did with different tools. The next thing, next thing he had half a million followers. And then he's being approached by tool suppliers hey can you use this tool in your next this drill or this hammer and all of a sudden he says who would have thought i'd be making so much money from tiktok i'm a bloody builder he said and he did it just for a bit of fun but didn't realize what he was putting out that people enjoyed watching it i think for podiatrists it's the same thing find something that's a little bit unique that you also enjoy doing that you can use on tiktok but then maybe you can use it in other areas of your marketing as well yeah, it's important to experiment. You know, if you do think this would be an interesting platform to try out, there's definitely, you know, ways to. I think humor is a big thing on TikTok. As I well. can't wait to see link. your your TikTok channel, <laughs> Jim. If I see you dancing, though, I'm going to fly to Canada and uh, have a talk to you. But um, yeah, yeah. so if you were going to yeah. do one, if you were going to do a TikTok channel, say, let's we haven't planned this. If I said, Jim, you have to do a TikTok channel. What are you going to do? What would be your first thought that would pop into your head? Uh, just the number of times I say, um, maybe just like one video of me just saying, um, the entire time. Cause I, <laughs> I as the listeners of this podcast say, I, I definitely need, there's things I need to work on saying, uh, not saying, um, is one of them. I don't know. Other than that, I, I'd, I'd have to kind of like think about it. I do a lot of, uh, I don't know, a runner, like I like pizza, like uh, I'm a big pizza guy. So maybe some pizza TikToks. Uh, I don't know. Like, pizza, uh, pizza and meat, footwear. Pizza and footwear, uh, me butchering the, the French language. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but if you reviewed a pizza as well as reviewed uh, a running shoe, yeah. it's, it's like a, it. a half and half. Yeah, that, that, that definitely is. A, I'll have to be thinking a little bit more about my own, my own channel, my own social media marketing st strategies there. But, uh, but, but I do think that even just footwear reviews, if you were right into running and you love different footwear then it's not hard to go into a local uh, running store get the shoe and say hey can i shoot a video in here about this shoe do a short video on what you like about it and bang 
And I bet if you tagged if you tagged them in it as well, they'd be up for that as well. If they you know if they had a TikTok channel or like there's a way you could link back to them, they would be more than happy to let you jump in there and do those reviews. Yeah, and once you've got their video, like I said, you can then put it on YouTube if you wanted to. You can put it on your website, put it on Instagram. You could multiple uses. I'm all all into um, what's, repurposing content. <laughs> that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, repurposing content. I'm all for repurposing content. Remixing, repurposing, it's all good. But it is, I think it's finding, finding your angle. So yours is the pizza and footwear TikTok channel. <laughs> and butchering French, so. And butchering French. <laughs> See, butchering French. Be, so what you're saying then is on TikTok, it doesn't necessarily have to be about podiatry. It could just be you as the podiatrist talking about something completely different. Yeah, as long as you have a unique take, maybe it's something that's different. I think that definitely would, would fly. Um, how, how does that promote you as a podiatrist though? Me personally or as the podiatrist there? Yeah, I'm talking about if you, if you had a podiatry clinic, you would probably want to talk something more around podiatry than... I think that would make sense. I think, you know, if you throw in an occasional, like you talked about on your Facebook, right? If you throw in an occasional, like, I'm a human being and I'm not just like shilling or I'm not just like promoting 100% of the time, showing a bit of personality, you know, maybe it's 80% shoe reviews and 20% pizza, like uh, they, they, they might get that. But I think it's, yeah, it's funny that kind of you know interesting viewpoint or the way you view the world um, but yeah I think tying it back to something podiatry related would definitely be helpful uh, you know since that's your area of expertise yeah she did burger reviews <laughs> maybe I know that uh, Dave Portnoy from the from Barstool Sports he has this uh, pizza review like YouTube channel that I always watch called uh, One Bite and uh, it's pre pretty solid they do TikToks as well yeah so do you find a lot of people do uh, repurpose they'll put it on tiktok and also a slight different version on youtube and, and move it around you know i think with you know specifically when it comes to clinics i think it uh i see some individual podiatrists usually kind of maybe late in residency or in fellowship doing some repurposing or maybe hiring out some people to do that i think it's still new enough that there's not a lot of uh, podiatry clinics or physicians in practice doing tiktok whether or not uh like i said whether or not uh because there, there's two kinds of producing content, right? When it comes to TikTok, the first thing is like what we've been talking about, kind of creating these organic, uh, these organic TikTok accounts, and uh, that takes time, effort, a unique take, being consistent over long periods of time. But then there's kind of like I wouldn't say it's the cheat code, but then there's you know maybe you make one video, but you want it to be seen more widely, and you're willing to pay a little bit of money for it. Um, there's a paid advertising platform with TikTok now called TikTok for Business. So. That might be something that's a bit more approachable to someone in practice or someone just like wanting visibility on the platform, but not necessarily wanting to be like a TikTok star or like, <laughs> or just, you know, wanting something just a little bit more uh, from a business perspective, it might make more sense. So it's pretty much you're doing a video, but you're putting it up there as an ad more than a channel. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you would kind of create your own channel and then you would just kind of promote this one video like with, with their uh, TikTok for Business platform. And, you know, when I looked at TikTok for Business, just some basic information about that, that's kind of like um, Meta or Facebook for Business, meaning that like this is their ad campaign creation platform. And, you know, when you look at the different ways of who you can send it to, um, it is a pretty young platform overall, but there were, when I looked at it uh, earlier today, uh, they basically list in the United States, there's 20 million people over the age of 45, like on the platform. They do break down who you can kind of show your ads to by age category. So yeah. there's 18 to 24, 25 to 34, 35 to 44, 45 to 54, and then 55 plus. 
Um, but like, you know, there's just different ways to kind of show your specific offerings or your take um, to local, you know, to local audience as well. Because along with the age categories, you can also um, basically, you know, create uh, kind of a geofence around either a city, a metro area, a state. Um, they don't currently have zip codes. Um, when I create Google search campaigns for my clients, some of the most um, highest revenue and the highest kind of return on investment opportunities are in around kind of zip code based content or, you know, what I call like areas we serve pages. But yeah. um, with TikTok, it's a bit wider. You don't have kind of that finite, finite control. Um, also, there's not really a way to like determine who's kind of in the market for foot and ankle services because it's not really a search platform. It is more, I'd say, uh, awareness advertising and for visibility. We're not, no, I mean, people, that article I talked about said, you know, 40% of people search for, you know, quote unquote, search for things on TikTok. They're probably seeing things and being fed messages. I'm not necessarily sure they're looking for a podiatrist on TikTok or, uh, or searching for podiatrists on TikTok, but they can be, you know, aware that, you know, if you are a podiatrist in the Chicagoland area or like in, let's say Boston, and you just show your at, your TikTok ad to that specific area, you're going to gain some awareness and visibility. I don't, I've not run any TikTok uh, ads yet, so I can't determine whether or not they're more successful or more beneficial than Facebook. I, def I don't think they would be as beneficial yet as uh, Google search ads, but it's definitely a platform to be aware of um, that a lot of young people are on and just kind of have an eye on for the future. Well, I mentioned to you before we press record that I have a TikTok account that not that I'm uploading anything, but I go on there and I'm looking at stuff all the time. Like you said, be wary of what you pause on because they a lot of time what you stay on too long, which explains a few things. And but yeah, my daughter said to me, if you start uploading TikTok videos, it'll be so embarrassing. But I'm not the only person, you know, like I'm fifty six. I know there's a lot of people that are my age that are on TikTok and they like I said to you, there's so many comedy things on there that I that is why I'm on there most because I find it really, really funny. And then I skip through all the crap. <laughs> well, it's a, it's an engaging platform. It, it is kind of one of those kind of black holes. You can find yourself like yeah. flipping through things and checking things out. And all of a sudden you look up and it's been 30 or 40 minutes and you're like, oh my gosh, like that was like, how did that happen? And, but it is, it is one of those platforms that uses an algorithm to see, you know, what are you staring at the most? And then we'll send you similar content from similar people that like similar stuff. So, um, you know, if you do get, you know, like I said, the, the real power of it is that it is a real growing platform for the youth uh, that does have the ability to, like I said, there is some geo like targeting or ability to show it in front of a specific local audience. I mean, if you're in this, in a small town somewhere, um, you're not, you're, you're not going to really, um, it won't be useful to you, but if you're in a big, if you're in a larger metro area or a significant metro area, it definitely could be something um, to look into. I think, like I said, I think it's just important for podiatrists to just have a general sense of what's out there. Um, definitely, like I said, you want to have a, a strong foundation of a brand and a logo, a website, Google search ads, Google business profile, you know, email marketing. Those things are more important than these awareness, like visibility plays when it comes to paid advertising. I think, you know, things like Facebook and TikTok can be beneficial to highlight specific types of care you provide um on a consistent basis um that people aren't necessarily searching for um or to kind of 
display your expertise in a way that's visually engaging, um, but they won't necessarily translate to new patient visits, something like Google search ads would or a solid, solidly build in a strong SEO based website. But I think it, like I said, it is important to know about these upcoming platforms, um, to know, at least to know what your kids are using, mm. um, if you're not monitoring uh, what they're using. But uh, I, I think there could be some utility for this platform moving forward. It's still very new though. And I would say that like, you know, from an organic standpoint, it's not going to drive new patient visits, but from a paid advertising perspective, there could be some benefits. No, I think that's really good advice. And I do think podiatrists should at least have a look at it, do a bit of reading on it and try and understand the platform and then make a choice whether this is something that they could find useful or not. But I remember yeah, when I first signed up for Facebook and I was like, yeah, I don't think this is going to work. But a lot of people, by the time I got in, there were so many people that were already had business accounts set up and were doing really well from it. By the time everybody else got on board and realized the benefit of it, Facebook had changed everything, changed all the algorithms to make it really tough for you. So I think yep. this could be a similar thing where you get in now and start creating some momentum and a, and a bit of a following that if they do change things down the track, you've already got a stronghold in that podiatry area. Yeah, there definitely could be a, a first mover advantage, at least to have the knowledge um, and, and ability to kind of navigate the platform. That, that'll put you steps ahead of uh, other practices and other people in the field. Yeah, and if you've got kids, you can just show them how cool you are. <laughs> exactly. You can say, hey, look, kids, I have more followers. See, that's what I like doing on Instagram. I like to point out to my <laughs> daughter on a regular basis, I have more followers than she does. <laughs> uh, so if anyone wants to follow us on Instagram, you're on Instagram, Jim. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I think I'm McDonald on, or I have to look. I've got to look it up. But you gotta uh, look it I'm, up. I gotta. I gotta download my TikTok. I'm pretty sure I'm Podiatry Growth on TikTok. So, I'm Podiatry Legends on TikTok, but I haven't posted anything yet. But I do plan to. And uh, Instagram, if anyone wants to try and track me down, Tyson Franklin sixty six on Instagram. So yeah, start following me. Therefore, I can stay in front of my daughter. And I'm at McDonald, M-C-D-A-N-N-L-D, if they want to follow me on, uh, on, it, on that's Instagram. But I think it's Podiatry Growth on, uh, yeah, on TikTok. Any other personal platforms we want to flog at the moment while we're, um, <laughs> while we're on the subject? <laughs> if people want to go and check out my YouTube channel, it is, uh, just look for Tyson E. Franklin. Pretty easy to find. And just look for Podiatry Business Coach or Podiatry Mentor. Yeah, I'm sure they can track us down both there and on Twitter and LinkedIn. We're, we're kind of all over social media, but uh, that's all the, uh, the, the account chilling you have for tonight. Yep, that's okay. Okay, Jim, this has been fun. I've enjoyed this. And uh, we will talk again next week like we normally do. Sounds like a plan, Tyson. Okay, see ya. Bye now. Thanks for listening to Podiatry Marketing with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald. Subscribe and learn more at Podiatry Marketing. That's the website address, podiatry.marketing.